You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Life Devotions, and thank you for joining me today. Strengthen the weak is the title of this devotion. I find this part of representing my dear Savior Jesus Christ and all that I am and say one of the sweetest graces because I know I'm no better than any other human being. I'm just as earthly and human as any man. And yet I am what I am by the grace of God. And like Paul says in 1 Corinthians 15 verse 10, I have not received this grace in vain, but labored more abundantly, yet not I, but the grace that is with me. To be able to be entrusted with sharing His grace with precious souls all around me, right at home, my own wife, my own children and grandchildren, is such a privilege, folks. You know, I was babysitting Joshua, our oldest son's children. He has four children, Edison, his son, Eva, Gigi, and Gabriel, the youngest, who just became a year old. But many years ago, I was there at the house, and Josh and Sarah had the evening out, and the children were asleep, and then I could hear Gigi was struggling a bit. So I went, and I could see, okay, I need to go ahead and take her out of bed. She's struggling that bad. So I took her out in my arms and talked with her. Hey, G, I'm here, lovey. Granddad's here. You're okay, sweetie. And comforted her and comforted her, but just talking gently to her and softly. And she fell back asleep in my arms, and I just felt, keep her right now. And she slept there for maybe an hour and a half, and then I put her back in the bed. Well, something happened in that small little experience that from then on, whenever she was hurting, she always would dare come to me and let me comfort her. You see, sometimes we want people to give us what the Spirit has not enabled us with. I think that it is so important that you know by the grace of God, you have to earn that place. You have to earn that place, not with any skill of your own. No, it has to be by the grace of God. The Apostle Paul would say in Corinthians, when I began to share with you about Jesus, God, anointed me, wherefore you received me. The apostle understood that what was the success of his ministry was not his education or talent or skill or anything. He says, when I came to you, I did not come with persuasive words of human wisdom, but a demonstration of the grace and power of the Lord Jesus so that your faith may not rest in the wisdom of a man but in the grace of God. You see, friends, sometimes we want success based on some skill, some talent. 
God forbid that I would ever have such thoughts. Paul says in 2 Corinthians 3 verse 4 in the Living Bible, he said, I would never dare think anything comes from myself, for my ability is what God works through me. Jesus himself says the same thing in John chapter 14 when he says, the words that I speak to, I speak not of my own authority, but it is the Father who is in me who does the works. Jesus understood John 5 verse 19 that out of himself he could do nothing, nor would he want to do anything of himself. He could not bear the thought of acting independently from the Father. That is the very nature of sin, of acting independently of God. The very nature of perfect righteousness, peace and joy is that you can do nothing independently from your union with the Father and through His Son in you. Oh, dear friends, God would so want to entrust you and me with His grace to strengthen the weak. And there are so many precious souls who just like us have the pains of the weak human nature and often are so thirsty for the life of the Son of God, so hungry for His divine nature to flow through them and, and still their faith is so feeble that they don't know how to connect with it and don't know where to go and they cry out to God, but often cannot meet anybody. If all I would think about as a minister, how excellent my sermon was, then God forbid that I should ever preach again. Friends, I don't want to sermonize the kingdom of heaven. You could never sermonize it. It only comes down in the life-giving power of the Son of God. And yes, it is unveiled through the scripture, these riches of glory that now have been given to us in Christ. And so the scriptures are there for edification, comfort and exhortation. But friends, it cannot be the mere, the mere skill of the letter that kills. It's got to be the grace of the life of the Son of God that gives life by which we must live and minister and the privilege to be ministers of His grace is beyond what we could earn by any devotion or dedication of ourselves. It only comes by us opening and yielding ourselves to the Father, revealing His Son in me, His Son in us, so that we might preach Him, as Galatians 1.16 says. Listen to this amazing scripture here in Isaiah. 35, which is one of the great messianic scriptures of the evangelist of the Old Covenant, the Old Testament called Isaiah. He was called the evangelist of the Old Covenant. And here he writes to us, starting at verse 3, Strengthen the weak hands and make firm the feeble knees. Say to those who are fearful hearted, be strong. Do not fear. Behold, your God will come with vengeance, with the recompense of God. He will come and save you. Then the eyes of the blind shall be opened and the ears of the deaf shall be unstopped and the lame shall leap like a deer and the tongue of the dumb shall sing for water shall burst forth in the wilderness and streams in the desert and so forth and so forth. It's a phenomenal chapter. It's a short little chapter, but it's so powerful. 
And what is he talking about? What vengeance of God? Is the Lord taking vengeance, my friends, on the powers of sin and conquering them through the sacrifice of his son Jesus on Calvary's cross? in the shedding of his innocent blood to pay the ransom to loose us from the bonds of wickedness and sin. That's the vengeance of God expressed through his son, Jesus Christ, so that our eyes may be opened, our ears may hear, that we who are lain by the weakness of the sinful nature, we who are out of joint with God through the weakness of the sinful nature may be strengthened with a new life in Christ and begin to live in the joy of reconciliation and restoration with our living God. Friends, this is strengthening the weak. Every one of us are weak. Every one of us suffer the pains of the weak human nature and its failing. I'll never forget ministering in the phenomenal city of Chongqing in China, which that has some 35 million people, an amazing, beautiful city. And I was ministering there to all these precious, precious souls that were so thirsty for God. They couldn't bear it unless I kept preaching for three hours at a time, four times a day. And I was ministering and I had a phenomenal interpreter. And as I was ministering, the life of the Son of God was flowing like a river from the throne of grace to all these precious hungry souls. And one of the dear ladies afterwards went to the pastor and said, Pastor, I don't understand. I don't understand. I don't want to sin anymore. I don't want to sin anymore. But he didn't tell me off. He didn't tell me off. In other words, he didn't condemn me. He didn't make me feel guilty. He made me felt loved and accepted in the beloved. And now I don't want to sin anymore because the love of Christ is compelling me to live to please God. That is strengthening the weak. We're all weak in the flesh. Me, you, we're all weak in the flesh, friends. Every one of us are vulnerable to sin because we have sin in this flesh. But it's the strength of the life of the Son of God that destroyed the power of sin in his own flesh as he nailed every judgment against sin in his own body on the cross and thereby completely took away Satan's power of being able to accuse us and triumphed over Satan's accusations in the law against us and disarmed him and made a public spectacle of him as he prayed for the Father to forgive us and now is exalted to the Father's right hand able to strengthen us who are weak in the flesh because he paid the blood. He shed his blood to free us from the guilt of sin. Oh, he paid the price in full. And now we can be strengthened in him. And this call is upon you and me. You know, you can look at people. Let me just say this. Many years ago, some 30 or more years ago, this person came to me. And she said to me, Pastor, can I ask you a candid question? I said, sure, what would you like to know? She said, why you as a pastor have so little discernment? I said, oh, what am I missing? She said, you've had somebody work for you who spoke real bad about you and you never did anything about it. And I knew immediately who she was talking about. And that person who she was talking about, I know 
in that person's weakness can sometimes speak not so thoughtfully. But that is such a beautiful saint. And that weakness of that person is so small compared to the failings of self-exaltation and pride. So I didn't have any thought against that person she was talking to me about. And the Holy Spirit brought the scripture to my heart to answer her. I said, dear sister, have you never read in the scriptures, in Ecclesiastes? Do not listen into your servant's conversations, for you may hear him curse you, knowing that you yourself do not always speak wisely. I said, and what about the love of Christ that covers a multitude of sin? To find fault with people, I said to her, is not the work of grace. The devil will try to help you do that. But to be able to keep recognizing people in, in Christ and strengthen them in Christ, now that is the work of grace he's called you and me to. And she did connect with it. And she did let go of that judgmental part of her heart that was causing her to stumble and not see the grace of God anymore. Any of us folks can sometimes fail to express that grace. But come on, the Apostle Paul again and again says, I will not have received the grace of God in vain. I mean, let me just, that scripture here is so help me to live and to seek to live every day what I'm telling you right now. He says, we then, in 2 Corinthians 6 verse 1, as workers together with Jesus Christ, also plead with you not to receive the grace of God in vain. For he says, quoting from the Old Testament, in an acceptable time I've heard you. In the day of salvation I've helped you. Behold, Paul says, now is the acceptable time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. Paul, in other words, says, the grace of God that enables me to strengthen the weak, weaken the flesh, weaken the human nature, he says, constantly unveils in me the fulfillment of the scripture that the time for us to be saved from that weak human nature through the power of the newness of life in Christ is here for us now, now, not someday when we go to heaven, no, Today is the day of salvation. This is the day of the Lord. And this is the grace of God to enable you and to empower you and me and employ us in his loving service of saving, healing, cleansing, forgiving, and lifting and strengthening those that are weary and weak in their human nature. Oh, friends, sometimes one word, my dear sister Esther is a beautiful saint of God. And like me, she's earthly and human. She's a phenomenal anointed minister. Her and her husband, Jerry Terry, started an incre incredible church in Johnson City in upstate New York called Calvary's Love. I would encourage you to Google it. Calvary's Love in Johnson City in upstate New York in the United States. And she told me one time, she said, Rob, Robert, I was so low, so low, and I just couldn't pull out of it. I couldn't pull out. Low means I felt so human, so earthly, and I couldn't pull out of it. And she is a woman that walks holy and walks in prayer and everything. She says, and I was sitting there, and you sat down next to me, and you just said, hi, yes. And the moment you said, hi, yes, 
the power of Jesus lifted me out. You see, friends, this is the grace. Hayez is not Robert, it's Jesus in us, Jesus in her. We connected in Jesus, her and me, because that's where we live. And that connection, yes, he's my natural sister, but our connection is more in Christ than it is in the natural. And, and how God has used her to strengthen me a thousand or more times. And here we connected and the power of Christ, the grace of God manifested, lifting her out of that feeling of the weak human nature. So come on, it can just be high. How are you? Nice to see you. And you lift somebody. Let us all believe to be employed in that amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. Let's believe today that by that grace, we may strengthen the weak, amen? Have a good day.